This episode contains adult content. Peach the Goose found her forever home at Mockingbird Farm Sanctuary in western New York, along with Chester the Rooster and four dozen other happy animals. As it turns out, they all have a lot to say to a pet psychic. I'm your host, Nancy Aziz. Welcome to Rover Says, the podcast where we share stories about the weird and wonderful things animals say when they open up to pet psychics. Most of the animals at the sanctuary are farm animals, saved from abuse, neglect, and the slaughterhouse. The animals get to live out the rest of their days on the sanctuary's peaceful property. Here, they're cared for and adored by the staff, volunteers, and visitors. Janelle Chudik founded the place. She's a licensed clinical social worker who's certified in animal-assisted social work. For her, the sanctuary is a labor of love. There's a tired duck. He's a tired duck. That's Janelle comforting one of the farm favorites, a duck named Mike. Mike and his mate Molly were rescued after being dumped on Staten Island, New York, where they'd been attacked by predators. Um, Molly had a wound on her, the back of her neck all the way down to her vertebrae. So she lost permanent, um, like the ability to, to vocalize. And oh. Mike, yeah, Mike was her mate and protected her so much. And they were, they were just so bonded. It was so beautiful. The pair were named after two of the sanctuary's volunteers who were married on the property. They were both senior ducks and Mike had trouble getting around. Mike and Molly had what we, we built them their own retirement area because of Mike's arthritis. So they had their own very special, you know, area where they could get around easily and he could get into the water easily without hurting himself. Janelle says the sanctuary tried a lot of things to make Mike comfortable, including medications and laser treatments, but eventually there was nothing else they could do. He was in a lot of pain and, you know, we, we decided to, to let him go after this courageous battle where we tried so many things to, to keep his life um, pain-free and uh, we were really worried about Molly, really worried. Janelle says letting Mike go was hard enough, but she was also worried about Molly because ducks mate for life and they often don't do well when they lose their partner. She's, you know, they're the only two Pekin ducks we have, so she's pure white. Everybody else is, you know, a, more of a, like a brownish color. So, and she's a larger duck than everybody else that we have here. And so, you know, we were really worried for her. We even had conversations conversations with a vet about, you know, sometimes uh, they stop eating and sometimes the mate, you know, it's, it's it's just a really painful time. So we were prepared for the worst. So we let Mike go and it was one, honestly, one of the hardest goodbyes I've personally ever had. It was so painful. And, and Molly, I expected to have to bring a lot of the animals stay in the house. Like we, I bring the animals into the house when they need extra support right here in the farmhouse. I was prepared to bring her in the house and, and just love on her and care for her and, and dote on her. And shockingly, she, um, she was okay. 
okay. And she was eating and drinking. And so for like the first couple nights, all of us, you know, the whole team, we were just like so sensitive to what she needed. We have another, we have, we have 10 ducks here and one goose. And there's another bonded pair, Shannon and Boysen. Instead of seeing a sad Molly, Janelle saw something curious. Molly focusing all of her attention on the boy next door. We started to notice that she was literally laying next to Boysen, this other Drake that we have, like, all day long. And she was calling to him and vocalizing for the first time ever. And we were like, what is going on? And eventually we integrated her into the entire flock. And she was so immediately infatuated with Boysen, like there are no words. And <laughs> um and Boysen just like gives her all the love and attention. She's definitely like she comes up to him and and bobs her head and like just she'll she'll like she'll um push all the other girls away and she's like this is my man and don't you know don't come near him she loves him so much molly appeared to be doing a whole lot better than anyone at the sanctuary imagined but janelle wanted to make sure she really was okay so she contacted shannon spring the animal communicator and psychic medium who had helped figure out issues with a number of the sanctuary's animals in the past she told Spring about Mike's passing, but she never mentioned Molly's behavior with the other duck boys in. Here's Shannon Spring. So they have, uh, they had two ducks, Mike and Molly, that were quite the love story. And Mike, the duck, passed away. And so Janelle, quite naturally, like the rest of the staff, was very affected by Mike's passing. And she wanted me to check in with Molly, the duck, and see how Molly was managing her grief how she felt about it and so like with any grief reading i want to handle it with compassion and reverence mm -hmm. and molly threw me for a little bit of a loop because she said oh yeah i love mike he's doing great but uh but i've moved on <laughs> <laughs> i said oh you have and she felt quite plucky <laughs> in her response <laughs> with really animals are wonderful at compartmentalizing mm -hmm. so she was able to still you know love and miss mike but animals are so present with each other's spirits after they've passed that they don't experience grief the same way we do mm -hmm. so then molly said i have a new love interest and i said oh you do do you and she really mm -hmm. felt it felt like I was somebody, you know, talking to one of the bachelorettes from the show The Bachelor, where she wanted to, you know, put her best <laughs> foot forward and get the attention of this male duck. And I gently but very directly said to Jonelle, well, she understands that all of you are grieving, but the good news is that Molly's really doing quite well and is talking about she has a new boyfriend, a new love. And Jonelle paused for a moment and then she burst out laughing and she said, oh my gosh, she does. She really does. She said, there's a duck here named Boysen and Boysen is the, you know, the new duck on the block and the two of them have really hit it off. So it was really a happy uh, twist to a sad story. There is no way Shannon, Shannon Spring could have known this. This is not something that we put on social media. We were as a team, just we thought it was, first of all, amazing and, and comforting. But like, 
and we were thrilled for Molly that she now had this like new love and friendship and relationship. But like, it was also just hilarious. It was hilarious. <laughs> she is a completely different duck than she was when she was with Mike. She is way more active. Her appetite is ridiculous. I mean, for most ducks, <laughs> they they always act like they're starving. Um, but she's just social and she's vocal and she loves Boysen. Like, oh my gosh, she loves Boysen. Janelle says hearing that Molly was okay helped her and the rest of the sanctuary's family heal. We also are super sensitive to our supporters and donors and the folks who also are mourning the loss of Mike and and feel so much for Molly. But we're, as humans, we're really good at anthropomorphizing animals and assuming that they're feeling certain ways when they're they're not, you know, always. <laughs> and so that's why I'm so open to to speaking with Shannon is because, you know, she kind of she kind of gives them that voice when you're, you're, you're curious. And so what we were seeing was not that Molly was actually mourning, that she was actually kind of like, I think Shannon even said like, Mike's not holding me back anymore. I get to be with, um, with the whole flock. Like many animal communicators, Shannon also communicates with animals who have passed. More about that in another episode. But she says Mike gave his blessing to Molly. Then Shannon checked in with Molly's new love interest. And then uh, I asked Boysen how he felt about Molly. <laughs> he was quite pleased with himself, a very confident duck. And then he mentioned another duck. I said he's he's mentioning another duck. It feels like this duck has two girlfriends and Jonelle started laughing again. And she said, oh, you're really going to like this. The other duck's name is Shannon. <laughs> so has the same name as me. And so then I became even more curious with this love triangle and how this was all going to work out with boys and having two girlfriends. And I asked him a very human question, you know, as if I was Chris Hansen and said, if you had to give the final rose to one of the <laughs> Which you don't. They're animals. They don't have to choose like people do. Yeah. I said, which one would you give it to? And really had to set aside my own biases, you know, not root for my duck namesake and try to be objective. <laughs> and boys and said, well, I would give the rose to Shannon, the duck, because she needs me more. She really is the much needier duck. So this can sound completely made up and insane, except for the fact that then the caretakers or the pet parents can confirm these things that I'm saying. And Jonelle said, you know, that's so true. She said, uh, Boysen lets Shannon follow him everywhere. She's always at his heels and he never gets mad at her. So she had a Shannon the duck. They most of them have had challenging pasts. Not all of them. Some of them just need a rehome, but most of them don't have the happiest of stories. And so she really needed the extra love. She needed the rose, so to speak, more than Molly the duck. And um, anyway, so that's how we confirmed who, if Boysen had to choose, he would marry. <laughs> Crazy as the whole thing sounds, Shannon says she hears surprising things from animals all the time. They are very, very funny and very smart. And imagine they don't have the limits that we do as people. They're not worried about offending anybody. They don't uh, want to hurt anybody's feelings, yeah. but 
they speak in one-liners a lot like you think of a five-year-old who walks <laughs> into a room and says the thing that makes everybody gasp like oh, and then they burst out laughing because you know the child <laughs> speaks truth it's the same thing with animals <laughs> oh yeah, yeah i can i can see that there would be no filter it's a good thing that I don't blush easily because they will say a lot of embarrassing things through me. And I don't know what your show is rated here, but I will keep it G rated. But I oh, do hear. I'd actually love to hear what are some of the things that they've said oh, to you. <laughs> well, I can tell you one time I was doing a reading for a couple, oh, I think they were out in Wisconsin or something. And they said, you know, can you, can you tell us if our dog has to go to the vet she's just kind of acting you know not herself and we're not sure what's wrong mm -hmm. so usually I'll get an immediate sense of like the background music that's playing like whether this is dum 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 this is going to be a real serious reading mm -hmm. or oh gosh whatever this is it's not going to be bad at all yeah. and immediately I get the animal's joy and lightheartedness and I said you know do you need to go to the vet what's going on <laughs> the dog said I don't need to go to the vet. I need to go see Dr. Ruth. And I said, oh, what? I said, Dr. Ruth, that like the nine-year-old sex expert that wrote the book, The Joy of Sex. Like what? And am I hearing this right? And I'm thinking, you know, these people have just paid me good money to talk to their dog. And I don't know if they're going to fire me, but I had to look at them and say, well, I'm telling you, I'm the messenger, so please don't be offended, but your dog is saying that he needs to go see Dr. Ruth. The couple, I had no idea, Nancy, how this was going to be received. Yeah. The couple burst out laughing and they said, oh my gosh, Shan, we can't believe this. Well, you're definitely the real deal. And I said, well, please enlighten me, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. And they, we were just talking this morning about how we need to listen to Dr. Ruth and have more sex. <laughs> oh, that's they were big fans of Dr. Ruth, you know? Yeah, that's hilarious. Well, God bless her. I should, I should message Dr. Ruth and let her know that even animals are talking about her, her advice. <laughs> That's great. I love it. <laughs> and the dog was fine. So, you know, then we got back down to the serious business and it was okay, you know, doggy, what's going on? And it was a matter of allergies and the food, you know, a real easy fix. So mm -hmm. saved them a vet bill, saved the dog needless medication, which happens all the time. And the family had a good laugh. Yay. Sounds like they yeah. did. <laughs> back at the sanctuary, another reading with Shannon brought yet another surprise this time from Sid the goat. He's a senior goat. He is around 16 years old, which is lifespan for a large goat. He's outlived most goats of his size, I'm sure. Sid wound up at the sanctuary with his cow friend Sophie and steer friend Rem. They'd had a rough go. One owner fell on hard times, a second loved them, but couldn't provide adequate shelter. And they spent a lot of nights out in the cold. Rem and Sid are uh, this bonded couple and they're adorable. And so Rem is a steer. He's a huge Jersey steer and he's like around 11 years old. And so Sid is 16. So Sid is like his dad and raised Rem. And they basically got through harsh winters snuggling together. And Sid still to this day snuggles right up against Rem at night to stay warm. It's absolutely precious. So we know that Sid had been hit by a car one or two times. He survived that. He uh, was very, very thin and his hooves were overgrown. He had a 
one of his horns was actually growing sort of like a comb over all the way into his head. And so when he, yeah, he was already a senior when he got here and we, you know, took care of the horn. We got weight on him. We trim his hooves. We dewormed him. When Sid developed severe nosebleeds, he spent some time at Cornell Medical Center. After a lot of tests, the cause of the problem remained a mystery. Janelle brought him home and continued his regular care, which also meant treating arthritis. He's a picky man and we'll do whatever it takes, but I was trying to figure out, figure out a way to get like uh, turmeric in him, you know, and some of these like supplements that are really good for joint health and pain and inflammation, especially when it came to like his nosebleeds, because we kind of just assumed at this point, maybe, you know, he, he's got, um, really thin nasal linings. Like we weren't really sure, but it, it you know, turmeric's good for everybody. He, he creaks when he walks and he, you know, you can hear his joints kind of, you know, they're sticky. So, so anyways, I was trying to make these, call them joint supplement balls, and I've, I made several batches. Janelle tried different ingredients to get the right consistency and debated whether to add a sweet feed, which Sid was sure to love, but too much could cause stones in his urinary tract. She also tried baking versus freezing. So it was just like one experiment after another. and. Things got really things got really busy and we were dealing with so much. And I kind of set that project aside. I was like, you know what? I'll look into it. I'll figure it out. And in that time, I'd met with Shannon. She, you know, it's not like I was posting this on social media or anything like that. Long story short, she um she said, Sid just he just won't stop talking about what is it? She's like, what is it? muffin she's like she just he keeps talking about muffins or like pumpkin muffins and i swear i fell out of my chair i could not believe i could not believe it because the base of the the cookies that i was making was pumpkin <laughs> and she said he she's like he's saying get with it figure it out like i really want I really want my pumpkin cookies, my muffins. She's like, he just keeps saying muffins. And I was like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll make them in muffin tins. Like maybe that's what I got to do. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. Janelle made Sid his pumpkin muffins, which Sid heartily enjoys. No need to call in a pet psychic to understand that. Thanks so much for listening to Rover Says. If you like the show, please rate it, follow and share. It helps other people find the show. And as always, we like to hear from you. Send us a comment or a story idea. Our email is roversays at gmail. We drop new episodes every other Wednesday. Until next time, keep listening to your animal friends. <laughs>